Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Porter Gals presents Terrifying Tales. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> the Alamo. San Antonio, Texas. It was the winter of 1836, and after a long period of steadily increasing hostilities, Texas was seeking its independence from Mexico. By late February, the Mexican army, led by General Santa Ana, had reached San Antonio, forcing the vastly outnumbered Texan defenders to retreat within the walls of a fortified France architectural mission. There, for 13 days, the small band of freedom fighters held out against 10 times their number. Finally, in the early morning hours of March 6, size and strength won out over courage. The mission had finally fallen, and it's more than 108 defenders, including such famous names as David Crockett, William B. Travis and James Bowie died for the cause of liberty. Their valor would never be forgotten, forever after etched into the minds of Texans as a symbol of bravery and sacrifice was the name of that mission, the Alamo. The Alamo is one of the most famous historic sites in Texas, if not all of the United States. Well... I would hope so. These four acres in the heart of San Antonio are visited by 2.5 million people every year. They come to learn the history, to pay respect to the memories of those who gave their lives, and to witness the ghost. For it seems that some essence of those brave defenders refuse to die. The first supernatural tales regarding the Alamo came within weeks of the siege and were told by soldiers and then retreating Mexican army. Following Santa Ana's capture at the Battle of San Joaquin, listen, I don't speak Spanish, so I don't know. San Joaquinto, J-A-C-I-N-T-O, for any of those Spanish-speaking people, please send in. A voice memo of what that is supposed to sound like. 
on Instagram, Facebook. Well, yeah, you get the point. Anyway, General Andrade ordered his troops southward. The South Mexican force occupying San Antonio was instructed to destroy the Alamo before they departed. No symbol of the Texans' defiance was to be left behind. When the soldiers arrived to demolish the mission, however, they were greeted by entirely unexpected opposition. It seemed that the defenders of the Alamo were determined to continue defending it, even in death. What exactly happened is impossible to say. There are at least three popular versions of the story. One, the soldiers were frightened away from their demolition task by ghostly hands protruding from the walls and brandishing lynch torches. As the men cowered in fear, a hollow spectral voice intoned, Depart, touch not these walls. He who desecrates these walls shall meet a horrible fate. A second version of the legend has it that the party of men sent to blow up the chapel returned to their commander in a state of terror. Guarding the building, they said, were six spiritual figures, diablos, who held swords of fire. And then in the third tale, it is said that as Santa Ana's army prepared to leave the city, the bodies of the Texas defenders were still smoldering and several huge funeral pyres. A soldier set out to destroy the Alamo. A spirit rose from the flame of one pyre and frightened the troops away. All three legends agree on one point. The Mexican forces were frightened away from their deconstruction of the Alamo by some powerful supernatural force. Facts support the theory. An order was given to destroy the mission, yet it was left standing. Today, there is a Defender's Monument in front of the Alamo, which is a proud spirit rising from a pile of crumbled bodies. Perhaps it's a metaphor, or perhaps it's just paying respect to the third version of the legend. Although the significance of the battle at the Alamo was immediately understood and appreciated. Remember the Alamo was Sam Houston's battle cry during the Battle of San Huguinto. The battle itself did not immediately become a reverend shrine of Texas liberty. During the late 1800s, it served other purposes for various tenants, including the U.S. government, the Confederate Army, and the San Antonio Police Department. During that time, the Alamo also became a location of great interest to those who were curious about the ghost stories. For according to many, many witnesses, the old mission was haunted. There were reports of ghost activity, whose even footsteps could be heard crossing the south side of the roof from east to west. On the hottest of sunniest days, a man was often seen walking around the property in a rain-soaked full-length riding coat. Water dripped from the brim of his hat. Those who believed this apparition to be a spirit of the Alamo were quick to be reminded that people during the siege took place during heavy rains. 
1871, one of the most dramatic paranormal events to ever be witnessed at the Alamo took place. The night before the city of San Antonio was to dismantle part of their original mission, guests at the neighboring Minger Hotel were stunned as they watched ghostly figures marching along the walls that were slated to come down. The spectral protest was witnessed by a number of people, and no rational explanation could be found. In February of 1894, the San Antonio Express News ran an article concerning the rumors of the manifestations of alleged ghosts who are said to be hanging around that place so sacred to the memory of Texas historic dead. The article told of a new feature of the case, a 14-year-old medium who had visited the building, then police quarters, and offered the police captain, Jacob Coy, an opportunity to communicate with the spirits. Captain Coy asked the spirits who they were, and the response came, the defenders of the Alamo. That came as no surprise when he asked the entities to explain their purpose. However, the answer was unexpected. The young medium said, They say that there is buried in the walls of the building $540,000 and $20 in gold pieces. They also say that they are anxious to have the money discovered and have been waiting for a chance to communicate with people on earth about it and have it discovered. They will relinquish all claim to this treasure in favor of the person who finds it. Unfortunately, the young medium snapped out of her trance before the spirits were able to get too specific about the actual location of the gold. It was not the first talk of buried treasure beneath the Alamo. There had long been stories that in the month prior to the onslaught that the defenders had packed all of their valuables into one of the mission bells. The bell was then buried as a means of keeping the men's personal wealth safe during what was certain to be a treacherous time. Some theorize that the ghostly guardians have since been keeping a jealous watch over their cash. While anything is possible, that hardly seems consistent with the spirit of selfless heroism that the Alamo represents. Today, visitors to the historic site still talk of ghosts. The rain-soaked apparition in the Alamo Garden is regularly seen, and there have been many modern accounts of a spirit who paces frantically back and forth atop the mission walls. Other more subjective reports tell of an unexplained cold spots within the buildings, as well as pervasive feeling of sadness. One has to wonder if the sadness actually lives within the Alamo, or is projected by visitors to the shrine. Certainly, this is the type of memorial where people leave as much emotional energy as they take away. Perhaps that exchange of energy serves to recharge a psychic battery of sorts. Perhaps the spirits of the Texas defenders remain simply because they were denied a proper burial, or perhaps because of the sudden and violent nature of their deaths. These heroes simply have yet to recognize they have passed. Ultimately, the reason for the haunting is irrelevant. All that matters in the end is that the true spirit of the Alamo, both literally and figuratively, the Alamo has been described as San Antonio's supernatural hotspot. As such, it seems to be 
affecting its closest neighbors in a decidedly paranormal fashion. The 150-year-old Minger Hotel overlooking the Alamo is becoming as famous for its phantoms as it is for its historical elegance. Not only do guests enjoy perfect view of spectral activities at the old mission, but they are highly likely to encounter one of the hotel's own apparitions. Be sure to follow us on Facebook or on YouTube at The Porter Gals or on Instagram at the underscore Porter Gals. You can also find us wherever you get your podcast or at roguemedianetwork.com. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast. <laughs>